When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. July 14th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes, our tribe beat writer. Paul, uh, Monday night saw Barney's Bunch defeat Tito's Titans in the inner squad game. That's the uh, the nicknames that were given to the, the home and away teams on the scoreboard uh, the last couple of nights here uh, as the Indians progressed through this inner squad sort of slate of games. Adam Plutko and Zach Plesak were on the mound. The lineups were missing most of the regulars. They had the night off, but it was it was an 8-3 victory for Barney's bunch, and Adam Plutko was the one who, who really came out of this sort of taking his lumps. Yeah, uh, four four innings, 11 hits, seven runs, and he was, you know, matched up against uh, Zach Plesak, uh, which I guess, you know, both those guys are trying to – are competing for a spot in the rotation. You know, under nor- a normal spring training, Joe, this – you know, would be one bad start. And, you know, that one to six or seven starts, uh, you know, a starter would get in spring training. But this is three weeks. It's a, a sprint of a spring training to, you know, to a sprint of the season. And uh, so I don't know what this means for Plutko. I'm sure he'll get another shot. And uh, But this is not the way you want to start if you, you want to hit the ground running. Right. And Plutko said in his post game that the last few few times he's been out here, at Progressive Field, he's sort of struggled to get his feet under him early, and that was really what was the case in Monday night's game was Mike Freeman jumping all over him, uh, really the, uh, the the first inning, second at bat of the game, or second batter of the uh, – I'm sorry, third batter of the game. Uh, I checked that. It was second batter of the game. And yeah, he second homered, homered into, into right field, and it was a, a monster shot. It was a no-doubt, you know, home run. And then he came back again in the third inning and, and got him with a solo shot. Yeah, I think he ended up, what, with five runs, five RBIs. Right. He had RBI single, RBI ground out after that. And, you know, that's uh, you don't expect that to get, get burned like that by, you know, by your number two hitter. And, and, and Mike Freeman, who, you know, has some pop, but it's not, you know, he's not going to hit two home runs in every game. But, you know, that's what happens in the inner squad. That's what happens in uh, – you know, these, this is abbreviated spring training. And, you know, um, you know, it was an interesting game. It seemed like it. Uh, Joe, what, who, who, who did you, uh, who were you impressed with? Uh, the young guys actually uh, showed flashes here and there. We saw Nolan Jones come away with uh, a solo home run off of Zach Plesak. It was, he went back to back with Bradley Zimmer, Bradley Zimmer, a couple hits in the game actually, uh, you know, did very well for himself as, as well a home run and a, a, a base hit. Uh, but guys like Aaron Bracco and George Valera, uh, George Valera made a sensational sliding catch in the left field corner, uh, just out of our view from the press box. But, you know, the when uh, 
when I believe it was Ernie Clement stopped running around second base, we kind of knew, oh yeah, he, he must have caught the ball. Uh, it was it was impressive to see the young guys come in. These are 19 year old kids, Bracco and Valera, and they're stepping in and, and playing in a, a big league stadium in a game that ultimately doesn't mean anything, but it's it's definitely getting their feet wet and, and showing uh, Tito and, and his coaches what these guys can do. It's got to be a charge for those guys. I mean, they're sitting in Lake County. I don't think they're playing games there. They're Not just yet. working, working out, and uh, and they come over and in a in a big league ballpark against big league ball players. And you know, you're 19 and you're indestructible. You know, so uh, that's that has to be a great feeling. You know, Joe, I was wondering what uh, you know, Luplo's bad back, DeShields, you know, probably on the DL today or the the IL today, probably won't be ready for the the season opener. What does this mean to uh, the outfielders that do remain, guys like Zimmer and, and Greg Allen and, and Daniel Johnson? Well, uh, we saw Bradley Zimmer today, obviously had, had a couple of hits. Jake Bowers, uh, two for four with an RBI right. single. Uh, so, so he put the he put the bat on the ball today as well, um, which, you know, is encouraging to see. Uh, Daniel Johnson uh, didn't have the success that he's had in previous inter-squad games. Uh, you know, but he's out there, you know, looking good in the outfield, uh, not not giving away at bats, you know, working hard up there in the box. I, you know, it it, it helps those guys when a guy like a DeShields and a guy like Luplo who were, you know, definitely ticketed for the, to, to make the squad coming out of at least the 30-man the squad coming out of the, the end of the spring training, uh, when when those guys go down, the opportunity moves to a guy like a Jake Bowers or Bradley Zimmer, uh, Tyler Naquin, another guy uh, you, you don't want to forget about. He he could come on and his ability to hit left-handers, he can he can get himself a, a spot on this club. Yeah, and he's he's had a great you know four or five games. He's hit in just about every time he's got a chance to play in in one of these inter squad games. He's he's done a nice job. He looks fully you know, recovered from that, uh, the ACL surgery on his right knee. And uh, I think he's on the club right now, Joe. I I, I really think, uh, I don't know if he's going to be a starter, you know, like a starting right fielder, but but I think he's uh, he's got to, if, if, if he gets through the rest of this camp, you know, healthy, he's going to be, he's going to be in good shape to, to be one of the 30 guys on the opening day roster. Right. And one of the reasons why so many young guys were playing on Monday night was because they were giving guys like Francisco Lindor and Jose Ramirez and Cesar Hernandez and Carlos Santana, they were giving those guys, the regulars, uh, a break. Those are guys that are going to play every day. Those are the guys are going to be in the lineup every day, probably, you know, 50 plus games out of your 60 game schedule. Uh, the outfielders, you can afford to play, play with a little bit. Uh, one guy though, that you, you can't afford to lose at this point, was is Framil Reyes, who you're counting on to be sort of the the big bat in the middle of your lineup, uh, maybe drive in as you know the kind of runs that a four hitter would would be expected to to drive in. Uh, Framil Reyes decided to give everybody a heart attack uh, early in the game <laughs> as he hit a ball off of Adam Plutko that looked like it was going to be onto the home run porch, and it was it was crushed, but it hit just below the yellow line in left field dropped down the wall and Framil uh, looked at it for a little while before he started running. And by the time he rounded uh, first and, and started going for second, 
he slid and his slide was, it can only be described as about an 80 foot slide when you need a, when the bases are 90 feet. Uh, he started probably a good 10 feet back from the base uh, and rolled over awkwardly, uh, kind of grimacing and stayed down on the ground for a, a, a good couple of seconds before Tito and the trainers came out to him. Uh, definitely a scary moment, but it was good to see him get back in there and have, uh, he, he finished out the game, uh, made all of his bats for the rest of the game. So uh, he, he's going to be sore, but it, Tito said in the post game, a painful reminder not to watch the ball unless you know for sure it's a home run. Yeah, and uh, he, he finally got some hits too. Um, what, two or three hits, I think, Fran Mill? Yeah, he was three for four with an RBI, yeah. and, and uh, at least two of his hits went to right field. And that's encouraging because, you know, it scared me, Joe, when he said he was telling us, the reporters, that, you know, when he went home to the Dominican for three months, he didn't face – a. all he did was take BP, but he didn't face any live pitching, you know, major league pitching. And, uh, you know, he was so hot in spring training. He looked so good. And then, you know, he kind of struggled the first two or three games here coming back to Cleveland. You know, and he got, you know, shut out of camp the, for, for two days when he didn't wear a mask at a party. So, uh, you know, it, I'm, I'm glad to see him start swinging the bat here. They need him. You know, they really, really, really need him to they, – they he doesn't have to hit the ball out of the park, but that's what he does best. But he just has to hit. Right. And, you know, who knows, maybe the first couple of days of camp when he did finally get back in and, and start facing the live pitching, you know, facing Shane Bieber and Mike Clevenger yeah. uh, might, might have something to do with uh, struggles at the plate. But, you know, who knows about that? Obviously, not, not everybody he's going to be facing is going to be the quality of the, uh, the first three guys out of the shoot for the Indians rotation. Uh, but, yeah, Monday's, Monday's game was interesting to see some of these new kids and new faces. It was That felt more like your traditional spring training type game to me than any of these inter-squad games where you've got a, a lineup that was predominantly, you know, the Lindors and Ramirez's and the, and the, the, the guys who are going to be your everyday players versus, you know, the guys who were backups or anybody trying to, you know, like a, a Yu Chang can have success in, in a game like this. And, and obviously he didn't hit any home runs tonight, which is, I guess, a, a headline in itself. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, you, that's a good point, Joe, because, you know, the first four games, inter-squad games, you know, Lindor, all the regulars went the distance, you know, even though it was four or five or six innings. You, you never see that in spring training. Those guys, you know, first couple of games out of the gate first week, you know, they're playing two or three innings, and then you bring in the, you know, the, the shock troops, all the <laughs> minor league kids. And uh, so, you know, this obviously is a different camp, a different pace, and it has to be. But, yeah, the, the, tonight was, yeah, definitely more of a uh, spring training feel to it. All right. So we're going to step away here for a moment, uh, hear from Zach Plesak and Adam Plutko, uh, Nolan Jones, and Mike Freeman. We'll, uh, we'll give you some of their, uh, their comments after the game. Uh, as well as, uh, and then we're going to come back and, and talk a little bit about what Terry Francona said regarding the Cleveland Indians name and the proposal to change it. Uh, it felt good, you know, a lot of good takeaways from that outing. I think I just made a mistake on two batters in a row. You know, I got ahead in the count, left the ball to the play, should have buried a little more. Um, made a good pitch and he made a good swing. So, um, 
that's of your cat. But overall, I think my curveball was great. Fastball command was good. Change command was good. Um, slider was great. I felt like I commanded the ball well and um, gave us a chance to win. Um, sure, but as soon as Mike Freeman hits a home run off you, it feels like a real game because that doesn't feel real good. So, um, so I, I guess it's a good reminder. I've, I've, I've been struggling in the first, uh, my last couple outings, uh, here. So if I could, if I could hit the, the gas just a little bit quicker, I think that would have been a, a good spot and kind of set the tone a little bit better. Um, took like four or five batters. It was a throw at second that got me my first out. So, um, gotta be better than that. Gotta come out, um, um, out of the gates a little bit hotter. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a little bit different than kind of like my last experience here, which was the Futures game for me, which is incredible. Um, but I mean, the chance to play baseball, honestly, that's kind of the way I looked at it all day today. I was tough time sleeping last night because I was getting to play my first baseball game. We weren't very sure that this was going to happen. So, I mean, I think once I got out there, there was some nerves, obviously, playing baseball, playing it where I hope to play for a long time. Um, and so, I mean, once I stepped on the field, I got, I got nervous, but it's obviously a lot different of an atmosphere when there's not as many, there's nobody in the stands. They get the, the sound going in there, but it's a lot different for sure. Yeah, it's, it's uh, obviously super strange. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's a good challenge because, you know, you, you kind of have to flip that switch of going into competitor uh, even though, you know, you have your friends out there on the mound. Um, and so, like, you know, you want to have success. You know, it doesn't feel as sweet as it does when you don't know the other guy. Um, and so there's some level of, uh, con con you know, confliction uh, in your heart when you do have success against a guy, you know, you want to see succeed, uh, you know, most of the, the time are out there. So um, it is a challenge, but I think at the end of the day, it's, it's a good challenge because this is a season of, uh, so much, um, you know, new, new events for us to get used to. And so, you know, to be able to kind of flip the switch mentally of, you know, being competitive against something like that will help us uh, this season when there aren't any fans and, you know, having to, you know, go into competitive mode when, you know, we might need it when we're down in the game when the fans aren't picking us up. So, um, yeah, it's, it's super strange for sure, but it's not the last time there's going to be some strange occurrences this year. All right, that was Adam Plicko and Zach Plesak and Nolan Jones. Mike Freeman also in there with a couple of words uh, following tonight's game. And now let's, uh, let's hear, uh, Hoinsey, and I want to get your thoughts after this, but this is what Tito had to say afterwards about the, the name change for the Washington Redskins and how he wants it and how he hopes it affects the Cleveland Indians. I, I probably have mixed emotions on that. I, I think glad, glad to see that they're acting on it. Also think that it was probably financially driven also. Um, you know, how many times do we say when we, when we put a guy on the disabled list, we'd like, we think we'd like to do it, whether it's, uh, whether the, you know, whether it works for us or not, what's the word I, uh, no, I'm shooting down, missing my words, which makes me mad. But, you know, you can't always do things when it's just the timing is right. You know what I mean? It, it, when it's convenient. 
that's kind of how I feel about this. You know, I hope that our, our organization will, will lead as opposed to follow. All right, Hoinsey, that's, that's Tito saying basically he wants the Indians to be leaders in this regard and not followers. Yeah, I think uh, the Indians kind of got out, of fr out in front of this. You know, you know the, when the turmoil surrounded the Redskins kind of peaked, when their sponsors said, you know, we're going to withdraw our, our money, our support from the Redskins unless you change the name. Uh, I think the Indians started to get feelers from the media about the national media, what, what they were planning, and they really kind of jumped out front. And uh, before, you know, there was really, I mean, obviously there's been protests over the name for years, but uh, I don't think the sponsors, you know, Progressive and their main sponsors were, were, were you know, pushing them to make this change. And I think the, what Tito was saying was, you know, you can't always do, make a big change or, or you know, make a big change when it's convenient to you. You've got to do it when it's right and or when it feels right. And, uh, you know, to the organization, uh, this was the time that they felt they should investigate whether they have to change the name of the Indians. And while the Redskins were kind of forced into a corner uh, because of, um, you know, monetary demands. Right. Well, uh, you know, one thing that kind of struck me uh, this evening was, uh, watching, uh, flip, uh, flipping through Twitter, I saw somebody posted, uh, they were watching Major League Two was airing on uh, the movie, Major League Two was airing on the AMC network, and they flashed a panel on the screen before the movie started that said something to the effect of uh, Major League Two was filmed in 1994. Uh, it was basically the, the network getting out in front of, hey, we're showing this movie we understand that the, the name of the team in here is the Cleveland Indians, and it, it shows the Chief Wahoo logo. Uh, but the line in there read something to the effect of, you know, the movie was made in, in 1994. Times change. We hope the Indians change their name as well. And yeah, I saw that as well, yeah. Yeah, I, I just thought it was very interesting uh, that now even, you know, the movie Major League and, and Major League Two, which was, by the way, an awful movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, but even those movies are 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 falling under this this changing time and this changing way of viewing history, and uh, I, I I kind of applaud the network for for doing that, and it's just a sort of a, a subtle nod to the Indians. Hey, you know, let's let's get with it and let's uh, let's make this change happen. It's like didn't they do the same thing with Gone with the Wind? You got Gone with the Wind in Major League Two. I right. don't know. Why. Well, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think the they both should have won the same amount of Oscars. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Hoinsey, uh, we will be back at it again. Uh, the Indians, uh, another inter-squad game on Tuesday, and we'll get your report from that game. Uh, looking forward to it, and we'll talk to you again on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. All right, Joe. Thanks, Joe.